Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marsh Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, uh, we'll have Kira Gauthier Dickey from, and she's in cognitive neuroscience over at the University of Hawaii. She's here to tell us about a brain machine hackathon. So you want to stick around to hear that. And then we'll be joined by Shola. Uh, Kahiapo Trevino from the Hawaii County, and we've got Jackie Kaina uh, from Kauai Economic Development Board, and they're here to talk about activities taking place in broadband and digital equity, and of course, um, what's happening uh, in an upcoming uh, broadband hoike. So you want to also check that out. But now I want to welcome Kira. Uh, Gautier Dickey from the University of Hawaii. She's part of a cognitive neuroscience uh, group there. And, you know, there's this uh, hackathon called the Brain Machine Interface Hackathon. And, and uh, Kira, I want to welcome you, welcome you to Bite Marks Cafe. Hi, thank you for having me. And so, Kira, what, when was the last time this, bra- uh, this Brain Machine Interface Hackathon took place? Yeah, it was quite a while ago. Um, it happened in 2018, and we had a great time, so we're bringing it back. Okay, so <clears throat> just so, so people kind of get an idea, so what exactly is a, a brain-machine interface? I mean, what, what is it that uh, typically would, would qualify for that? And, and then maybe you can get into, like, what, what is the uh, goal of the hackathon, and, and what do you want participants to actually delve into? brain-machine interface, or also called a brain-computer interface, is any kind of technology that combines some sort of uh, brain signal with technology. Um, So sometimes this means uh, taking a state of relaxed versus focused Mm -hmm. and having uh, something on your screen respond to that. Um, You might change the colors of something artistically. and uh, right now, we're uh, running this hackathon on October 1st and 2nd, uh, where anybody who has interest in brain-machine interfaces, robotics, um, virtual reality, machine learning, um, they can come and learn about all of these topics. And then uh, be, we split people into teams. And then from there, they take 24 hours to design and create a brain machine interface and and typically you know it's it's like sensors right i mean you're kind of uh describing maybe uh like a a a hat of of sensors are are the Mm -hmm. participants going to be able to actually use those kinds of devices and and get some kind of uh data that they can then work with to build some some sort of an application Yes, um, so the type of sensors that we're going to be using at the hackathon um, are called electroencephalography. So mm-hmm. it essentially looks like a swimming cap mm-hmm. uh, with these little metal electrodes, and it measures the surface activity of your um, cortex. Um, and so it measures brain waves, um, and uh, people coming to the hackathon can use those, and you'll be recording uh, your brain's electrical activity. Um, and then creating some type of uh, game, um, art, or data analysis using those. Oh, that's great. So what is it that you would like to 
let's say, achieve as a result of hackathon? Just kind of just uh, ideas that people might have, or is there some some kind of uh, particular project you want people to focus their attention on? Um, I think that um, the people kind of higher up in me running it, um, they have a bunch of goals and uh, surprises associated with that. Uh, for me and our lab that's involved in it, I think that we just want to help increase uh, the curiosity that our Kama'aina has in science and increased participation um, in programs like that. And what what uh, um, would be your sort of profile participant? Are you looking at at uh, college students, or are you know are you looking at others? Could be could be private sector people, or could be even the, even maybe high school. I mean, what are you what are you looking for in terms of participation? Um, the, we're looking to keep it pretty diverse. Um, so we say anybody who has interest in uh, brain-computer interfaces or even just um, computing, sensors, um, signal processing, uh, neural rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Um, so people within private sectors, um, high school students, college students, um, we use these people and then create diverse teams. Um, and then usually because of that diversity, we have enough skills to create these um, interfaces within the 24 hours. Oh, that's great. So uh, is, uh, is this going to take place on campus? And, and uh, maybe, maybe you can share where can people find out more information about uh, this event, which is, which is actually taking place on October 1st and 2nd. And I have in my notes here, it's actually at the Sheraton, at the Sheraton Waikiki. Yeah? Yes. Um, so it will be happening in the Puna room at the Sheraton Waikiki. Um, it starts Sunday at 9 a.m. Um, you can register on the website brain.io, so that's br41n.io. Okay, I will take note of that. There's a four and a one in there, right? So that yes, replaces yeah. the a and the i, and uh, yes. .io. <laughs> well, very. That's very creative. Anyway, so Kira, mahalo for joining us. Thank you for having me. And, of course, we'll take a short break. And when we return, we'll be joined by Shola Kayapo Trevino and uh, Jackie Kaina. And, of course, uh, they're here to talk about broadband, digital equity, and stuff they're doing in their respective counties. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, and I'm Bert Lum. If you're just joining us, we're, we're joined by... Uh, Folks from the neighbor islands, which I'm always happy to have. Jackie Kaina, she's the executive director over at the Kauai Economic Development Board. And Shola Kayapo Trevino from uh, uh, Hawaii County. She's the digital equity specialist over there. And of course, uh, you know, we're interested in what's happening on the counties, in the counties, with respect to all this, all this activity, all this talk about broadband and digital equity. And first off, I want to welcome you both to Bite Marks Cafe. Aloha. Aloha. Thank you, Bert. Okay, so let me let me start with, uh, I'll give you folks, fo- folks both a chance to uh, maybe chime in here how you kind of got into, you know, this, this area of 
broadband digital equity with respect to your your um, positions. And and Shola, maybe I'll start with you since you know you actually have it in your title. So you know, how did you how did you get into this digital equity uh, specialist role? Yeah. Um, I first started out my role as an American Connection Corps fellow um, that is under Lead for America and um, AmeriCorps. Mm-hmm. Um, I was initially brought on under um, the director, Douglas Adams, with the Research and Development Department at the County of Hawaii, um, with Riley Saito, who is the Energy Specialist, and our former Infrastructure Specialist, Issa Moffat. Um, they brought me on board to... Um, help kind of kickstart a lot of the broadband efforts that we have going on over here. And I can talk about those later, but I'm um, just kind of pushing it forward and growing it into what it is now, which is really exciting um, to be a part of. Yeah. And, and uh, it, you know, it's been, it's been great to see your role and, and development in this, in this area and, and your contributions as well. And, and Jackie, you know, uh, as much as we want to be inclusive of all the counties, you've been one, one of the folks that have really uh, stepped up to kind of get the, uh, the Kauai County folks uh, involved. How did, we, how did we end up dragging you into this, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe, Jackie, oh. first off, uh, you know, as exec- executive director of KEDB, so Kauai Economic Development Board, I mean, you're always, you know, at the, at the sort of forefront of, uh, Kauai's economic activity, and and of course there's you know all this uh, tech stuff that's going on. But how did we how did we kind of rope you into this this broadband and digital equity space? Well, so you said it right. We are um, a nonprofit economic development organization, which means we are there. We're at the front lines. Um, Kauai is special in that we work very closely. Um, with our county and with, you know, with our, our um, community partners as well. Um, and so I got in because the Broadband Hui <laughs> was formed um, a few years back. And, you know, I, I was there since its inception and just wanted to stay connected because I wanted to be sure that, you know, Kauai was always included and we didn't miss out on anything. Um, yeah, so that that's my involvement. That's why I'm here. That's why I stay. I believe that um, the Broadband Hui has just a bunch of um, the best people uh, statewide um, just connected and doing this work. So that's why we're, I, I'm here anyway. Well, that's great. And you've been really uh, a leader and a voice for, for Kauai, uh, you know, in terms of advocating for uh, stuff that's that's going on in there. And, and it's probably largely the reason why we're actually doing uh, the broadband Hawike over there, which we can we'll talk about <laughs> a little later. Uh, but Shola, you know, on on uh, Hawaii Island, um, you know, I know, relatively speaking, I mean, you've you've been involved with this uh, effort for uh, at least throughout the pandemic. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think really has driven some of the effort and the initiatives around broadband and, and digital equity? I mean, did was it largely because of uh, just the pandemic and and the fact that people realize that they they need to be connected in some manner yeah um i know the pandemic played a really huge part in pushing um, a lot of the work that we've been doing um and also kind of like coinciding with the pandemic you know everything kind of turned online and even learning opportunities and activities turned online so um one of the main parts was connecting our parks and rec sites 
um, mm-hmm. to our online, our fiber connectivity for internet. And um, they were really the drivers to bring these types of activities into the community, into their programs that they have. And, um, you know, they really started a little fire under us. And so I'm really happy that we were able to build upon it and um, connect a lot more of our sites. So, so Shola, you know, when you say they, they set a little fire, uh, who was it in the communities that, that really voiced uh, their interest in, in being connected? Was it, was it uh, the community centers? I mean, you know, doing Wi-Fi in the parks. Uh, what, what became kind of like the, the driver that, that, you know, you and Riley and Doug, uh, you know, saw to find ways to make sure that connectivity and fiber were, were being uh, not only, you know, enabled to the parks, but actually, you know, had had decent, robust internet so that the uh, participants could could take advantage of that. I mean, um, was that something that the the, you know, just community members came up and said, hey, you know, we need to have better connectivity. Um, the first initial kind of um, whisper in the ear was uh, one of the parks and rec managers. Um, she was saying in Kona side, she wanted to implement um, online learning for one of her activities. And she was asking, why can't I have internet over here? And that was like, hey, um, why don't we have internet there? So they were thinking of ways that they were able to integrate that into, um, you know, internally for our network. Um, and first they were prioritizing fire stations, police stations, mm-hmm. and um, parks and rec sites that act as evacuation centers for the community. And then on that, we're able to build upon um, connecting our other county locations for public Internet access as well. And, and we're, wasn't uh, Big Island also very involved with doing things like uh, Wi-Fi on wheels and Wi-Fi on walls? And, you know, uh, there were other other, I think, community members that were trying to get people access to devices. So that was happening probably at the at the beginning phase of the, the whole pandemic, around the yeah, 2020, 2021 time frame, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, um, the county played a big role in um, finding uh, vendors that were able to kind of provide that type of resource for the community. Um, there was the Wi-Fi on wheels that you were seeing, and um, they were parking at different locations across the island, and um, providing uh, um, internet access and also devices for students and other, um, you know, community members to use to access this resource. Mm-hmm. And um, through that, it was a really big eye-opener that, you know, not a lot of people have this in our community. And so um, we're happy that we're able to just um, start small in, like, a proactive way before all of these large federal fundings is coming down mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, provide this for the community. Oh, yeah, no, that's great. And and uh, Jackie, you know, uh, are there are there similar kind of community voices on on Kauai that are uh, very strong, you know, sort of voices and advocates for better connectivity? And and being that you're kind of in the uh, in the midst of uh, promoting uh, tech kinds of activities, I would imagine that you would be at the front line of some of those uh, um, advocates uh, trying to voice their their interests. Oh, absolutely, Bert. Um, you know, again, we're very lucky to have um, a county uh, office of economic development that's super um, innovative, and um, we work closely with them again. Mm-hmm. But really, wanting to get the word out to let you know our community know that 
hey, these these types of resources um, are available. And so absolutely, I mean, we have a lot of community partners that are asking questions. We have a very active, um, not only the mayor's team, but, but also our county council mm-hmm. who have, you know, taken an interest and, and really wanting to be sure, again, that um, Kauai and our community, uh, they know about these resources. So yeah, the answer to your question is absolutely. We have a, a lot of um, different community leaders and, and champions wanting to um, just get the word out about what's happening. Is there is there any like, any particular community that comes to mind that you know has has been sort of kind of marginalized and on the on the um, sort of the edge of the network and and maybe even consider disenfranchised. Now, I don't want to inc- necessarily, we don't have to uh, include Niihau because I know we've talked about Niihau before. That's a, that's a very special mm-hmm. case. But uh, mm-hmm. on, on the main island of, of, of Kauai, I mean, are there communities that come to mind that perhaps were, uh, let's say, forgotten or, or marginalized? Absolutely. I mean, so we, we're very lucky that Ka'ala Suza came by and helped He's been doing a lot of work with our Department of Health mm-hmm. and our um, disabled community. Um, we've gone out and we've reached out to some of our Native Hawaiian um, partners as well. Um, so, you know, we are really thankful for Hawaii Island for being the trailblazers and, you know, really um, showing us the way, right, and how we can go out and, and reach out, reach these different um, communities. And so, we have been trying to to get out even more, but the answer to your question is yes. I mean, it's really our, our um, disabled community, our kupuna, that we are trying to reach right now. You know, and that's kind of a good uh, lead into what I wanted to talk about, uh, which is the sort of the digital equity plan. And and both of you mm. have been involved with uh, kind of identifying community groups that could uh, provide input into the plan and identify some of the gaps that might be, uh, let's say, in, in terms of closing the digital divide, you know, what kinds of projects would help to close that gap. But what we'll do is we'll hold that thought. We'll be right back of this short break to continue our conversation with Jackie Kaina from the Kauai Economic Development Board and Shola Kayapo Trevino from Hawaii County. This is Bite, <clears throat> Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Anchor Systems Hawaii. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, HP, HPR One, and I'm Bert Lum. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Jackie Kaina, Executive Director of the Kauai Economic Development Board, and Shola Kayapo Trevino from uh, Hawaii County. She's the digital equity specialist there, and we're uh, talking about the uh, you know broadband digital equity and what's been kind of driving some of this activity and this interest. and And I know both of you have been involved uh, with with identifying community groups that could perhaps be part of a focus group or part of an interview that would help inform what might go into. Uh, the the digital equity plan and and what could help inform uh, in terms of the plan what projects what the programs what kinds of solutions could be proposed to close the digital divide and and Jackie I mean uh, you know right before the break I mean you were kind of mentioning some of the uh, what what uh, sometimes is referred referred to as the uh, covered populations uh, 
So you know, who, what are, who are they? I mean, and, and how do we how do we hear their voice and what their need is? Sure. So some of the covered populations are our veterans, um, our kupuna, mm-hmm. uh, our uh, people who are have English as a second language, second language, and our disabled community, um, and really rural communities. Um, those are what we consider covered populations. Yeah, and I think every island, every county has their own uh, um, marginalized communities that that perhaps uh, were were forgotten when you know these digital technologies uh, uh, became became widespread and popular. Shola, you know, on on Hawaii Island, uh, you you folks, uh, you and Riley and Doug, you guys started something called the Hawaii Digital Equity Coalition, and I think you were one of the first counties to do that. I mean, what what uh, prompted that? formation yeah um so you know having the broadband hui is such an exciting thing to see with the organic gathering of these community members um we noticed that there was a huge population of hawaii island residents or organizations that was part of broadband hui and um, we thought it would be really beneficial if we made it a smaller group in a way that um, we can be more focused on our island and um, create better networking um, within this community and so that's one of the first kickers why we started HIDAC, mm-hmm. um, the whole like, Digital Equity Coalition. And through that, you know, it's been such an amazing journey watching um, the collaboration within this community and um, having everyone kind of step up to help me out when I need help. And, um, yeah, I can't mahalo them enough um, for all of the work that they've been doing. So what are what are some typical gatherings at the, that the result from HIDAC? And, and you guys are off doing your, your thing and, and bringing uh, community members together. And you've actually told us about uh, some of the, um, the discussions that you guys have. So what, what typically happens at a high deck meeting? Yeah, so um, we initially first started off as an online meeting, um, just kind of talking about, you know, work that's been happening on our island, you know, the things that we've been doing internally as a county and just kind of getting feedback um, from the community who already knows what the um, situation is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Then through that, we were able to branch out a little bit more and do a more so in-person community meetings. And um, through HIDAC, we were able to get a lot of the covered populations to come to these meetings so that they can learn about the different initiatives that's happening nationwide. Um, the first meeting that we had was an in-person meeting in Hilo, and through that we were able to bring in um, representation from the federal level, from the two state offices, and even um, through our county level. And um, we were all able to share and listen to the community, share the work that we've been doing, get feedback on issues that um, these covered populations have and um, also share a wonderful meal with them and um, just kind of like get a great understanding on um, the issues that, you know, our lovely faces. And um, that was our Hilo meeting. We also had one in Kona. Um, The Kona one was a great representation of folks who um, have English as their second language, um, other community members who are involved in education, and we are hoping to have in-person meetings like this in every council district. Um, one is my, um, like, I would like to hit one meeting, but if I could have multiple meetings per council district just to get the voices of everybody, um, I would love to do something like that. 
yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what we've been doing lately. And we've just been kind of building on that and just creating more resources to make all of this huge information more understandable for um, our local community. And um, it's, it's, been a, it's been a fun and lots of um, innovation journey that we've been having. I know, it's great. And, and uh, you know, this is uh, uh, not only fun, to, but to be a part of it from the, from the very sort of inception of it. And I think it's a, a journey that will uh, hopefully, you know, be one that uh, lasts several years. And, and I think uh, uh, it could potentially be a career builder. So, uh, you know, stay on that, stay on that canoe because I think it's going to be a fun ride. Now, Jackie, you know, uh, there's uh, been stuff happening on Kauai. And, and I know there's a big event coming up next week called the Broadband Hawike. Tell us about what that is and, and uh, why, you know, what is it, what is it about it that's kind of different from uh, some of the other uh, events that might be taking place? Sure, Bert. So there has been a lot of work um, that's been done, you know, statewide. And the one cool thing about this Broadband Hui Day is, you know, this, this Broadband Hui, we've been meeting via Zoom for, what, since, 2020, 2019, yeah. Bert? 2020. Um, this is, whoa, see, 2020. And this is the first time um, we're actually going to be meeting. It's going to be a hybrid meeting, but, you know, some of our folks are going to be coming to Kauai, and we're actually going to be having an in-person meeting. So for a lot of us, it's really um, having a face-to-face touch point for the first time and this mm-hmm. is since 2020. Um, I, I really feel that that's one of the, the biggest highlights of this event. Um, in addition to you know, having um, guest speakers such as, you know, um, Awamo Collaborative, mm-hmm. who, who's been doing a lot of our, you know, data capturing um, from back in 2020 and, you know, friends from uh, University of Hawaii and our very own, you know, Bert's office, the Hawaii um, Broadband and Digital Equity Office coming and presenting. So, you know, really, I think what's special is just bringing everybody together statewide who have been doing this work and, 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 you know, hands and feet to the ground, coming together and sharing this, right, opening this up to the public. You know, we still have some seats. So if you want to come visit us in Kauai, um, please, we still have some seats. But that's really the highlight for it, is bringing everybody together who's been doing this work and meeting face-to-face and sharing uh, with the public. And and Jackie, you know this uh, is really kind of you took this on to pull off the the broadband hawiki and and you actually got a a, a bunch of sponsors from uh, across mm. the you know philanthropic world, right? Yes, yes. So let me just, if you would let me sure. name them, because without these the support and without these sponsors, we wouldn't be able to do this. So you know, we really want to mahalo again to the Hawaii Broadband and Digital Equity Office to the counties of Kauai and Hawaii. We have um, the University of Hawaii, um, Spectrum, Adobe, uh, Hawaiian Telecom, uh, Kamehameha Schools via their Kaya'ulu program, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and then we have our very own consultants who, you know, actually wrote the digital equity plan. Um, we have Kog Rasmussen, Crystal Clear Communications, and Solution Specific. Um, and we also have an in-kind sponsor, Ho'ike Kauai Community Television. They will be airing our broadband hui. Well, actually, the, the entire event, um, they will be airing it, and we will be giving more information on how 
you know, you would be able to um, join us. And join you know, so, so Jackie, you know, I'm going to put the Zoom link up on our show notes so people can join and actually be a participant in this. And of course, uh, I, I want to also mention Ocean Network because they were a, a sponsor as well. But yeah. I want to thank Jackie Kaina. She's the executive director from the Kauai Economic Development Board and Shola Kayapo Trevino from uh, Hawaii County. She's a digital equity specialist there. I want to thank them for joining us today. And of course, thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we'll reprise a show that we did on Starlink and the internet access on Maui. If you missed any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. Our engineers, David Chong, can catch us on HBR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HBR app or your favorite podcast application. You say safe, you say awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Bye.